What is going on? It is Francis Rodriguez, your host on Mindset, Money, and More. This podcast, you guessed right, is centered around all things mindset, real and raw money conversations, and sometimes we talk about other things that are relevant to other areas of your life that you want to experience increase in. Here's the thing that I've learned over time and through experience. You have to be following, learning from, and studying the people that have done what it is that you're attempting to do or have surpassed that level because they have the blueprint. So why would you not? So I also need you to know that anything you want to experience increase in, you have to be willing to do the work for. So as long as you're willing to do the work, I'm here to help. Let's go. I love this quote by Albert Einstein that says, strive not to be a success, but rather to be of value. Because here's the thing, when you focus on providing value is you inevitably will get the success that you're looking for, right? And success to me and to you might mean different, but the truth is ultimately um, success is a progressive realization of something that's worthy to you, right? A worthy ideal. So that's going to look different for everyone. But I feel like as long as you focus on being of value, you will inevitably inevitably get to that success. And so really today, you guys, uh, something was on my heart to talk about, which was, you know, are we focused on taking or are, or is our focus on contributing? And, you know, if you've never read the book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, I highly recommend that you pick that book up because a lot of what I'm going to share with you today actually comes from that book. I, I love it. It's one of the books that I'll read over and over and over again. And in this book, John C. Maxwell talks about the law of contribution. So I want you to really think about this. A lot of times the value and the growth that we work on for ourselves naturally will open up opportunity for other people. Can we agree? Um, I'll use a very basic life example. Let's say your parent or your parents didn't really know about finances back in the day, right? They didn't know what investing really meant. They, did, they didn't really know, you know, how to property, you, properly utilize life insurance. I mean, it could be so many different things, right? Let's say that they didn't know any of that. But now that you are working on yourself, now that you're growing, now that you're, um, you know, taking in a lot of value when it comes to the area of finances, don't you see how you growing can benefit someone else, right? You can turn around and teach that to your parent or someone in your life, right? You can turn around and plug a friend in so that he or she can learn that too. So when we increase our value, we naturally will help other people take, be able to take advantage of opportunities. Uh, the book was The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John C. Maxwell. It is honestly one of my favorite. There's so much good stuff in that book. It's ridiculous. So when we talk about this concept of as I grow, right? And we talked about this before, how anyone can change, but it doesn't truly mean growth. Growth actually means you have to change, right? And so when we, when we look at that as a whole, I want to give you something today that can change the game for you. And I want you to know that all of this growth has to be intentional. You have to be intentional about your growth, just like you have to be intentional about providing value. And excuse me, I have the hiccups. And so think about this. 
so many times you want to help yourself so many times you want to help other people but can i be real that you cannot give to someone what you don't have so if you're not being intentional about your growth how can you really provide more value to people right so a lot of times um i get this comment when i talk to people about man just go live go live on social media you'll reach so many people that way they'll say well i don't know what to talk about and honestly that to me is um kind of a reflection on not being intentional with your growth because when you're intentional with your growth, you have things that you could talk about. Does that make sense? If you're the person, and this is not a judgment call, but if you're the person that's like, oh, I'm nervous to go live. I don't even really know what I would talk about. I want to challenge you to think about, well, what's the last book that I read? Um, you know, what is the last event that I attended virtual or in person? What is the last thing that I did to be intentional about my growth? Because if you start to think about that, and jot some things down, I can almost guarantee you'll have something that you can go live about, right? And so we got to remember that we can't give what we don't have. And now here's, here's the other side to that. If you've worked to learn something, right? If you've worked to understand something, now you have the ability to pass that on to other people. So if you've been doing intentional work on yourself and you understand the value, of personal development, you can now turn around and pass that on to someone else. In the last three days, have I been intentional about to contribute to my spouse, right? This could be with your kids. In the last 72 hours, last three days, what have I done to intentionally grow the relationship with my kid or kids, right? And sometimes people can sit back and you'll realize, man, I haven't really been intentional about anything in the last three days, right? I just kind of wanted to make it through work. I wanted to make it through this thing called parenting, right? I wanted to not kill my spouse, right? Whatever it might be, but we have to really sit down and very often evaluate, like, man, where am I contributing? Because it, it will also bring you back to this place of, You'll see why some areas feel overwhelming or why some areas maybe with a spouse feels like we haven't really had time for each other. Well, a lot of times our intentionality behind contributing is what's missing. And so once you you make this decision to make adding value, right, contributing as a priority in your life, things get so much better, so much better. And there's this quote by Benjamin Franklin that says this, I would rather have said, I would rather have it said, right? Referring to when he dies, what he would prefer people say. And he said, I would rather have it said he lived usefully than to say he died rich. Think about that. I don't know about you, but I would much rather people say that I lived usefully, that I contributed to their life in some way, um, rather than them just saying that I died rich, right? And so I, I want you to think about this because once you start to ask yourself the right questions, you'll know if you got to up your contribution, right? And sometimes people hear the word contribution and they think money. And while that can be part of it, contribution is more like, what good can I do today? right? And then at the end of your day, what good have I done today? Whose life did I intentionally contribute to? And yes, this applies to you too. 
especially in your health and wellness, especially in business. This can definitely apply to you too, not just how you contribute to other people. But when you do that, you you create this unwavering place of like goodness, even when stuff is not that great, right? So I want you to think about that. I want you to ask yourself, how have I contributed in the last 72 hours? Once you realize, okay, I know that I need to up my contribution. Now you get to this place where the more, the more you realize, man, where, where I'm falling short is the intentionality behind it. Because let's be real. How many of us at, at the moment wake up, like how many of you guys wake up and say to yourself intentionally right off the rip, oh, today I'm going to do something great today. No, that's not normally how most people wake up. You have to intentionally program that into your mind that, man, listen, today I'm going to get my mind right. I'm going to get my personal development in the morning and I'm going to go out there and do something good. And so there's this concept of a river versus a reservoir. So I want you to think of yourself like a river and not a reservoir. Here's why. Most people that make personal growth a part of their lives, right? Most people that decide, listen, I'm going to add value to myself because in turn, I can add value to other people. You want, you want to be that person that is river style, because the thing with a river is that it flows, meaning the more you feed yourself, the more value you give to you, you can flow and give that to other people. But when you think about a reservoir, what does a reservoir do? It is constantly only taking in water. Literally, a reservoir is taking in water all the time. So you as a person, you want to be more like the river, right? As you do that personal development, as you're intentionally growing, you want that to be able to flow into other people's lives, right? The, the people directly in your life, right? Your family, friends, business partners, and just other people that need your impact versus a reservoir is just collecting water. That's that taker mentality. I want everything that I can get. Give it to me, 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 me but then I'm not too worried about doing the actual work so that I can be able to give that to somebody else. And so always recognize that you always have a lot more to give, right? A lot of times we're like, man, what can I do to make, you know, this thing better or this area of my life better? And the truth is give more. And I know that that sounds crazy because half the time you're probably extremely exhausted, right? You're probably extremely exhausted. And you're like, the last thing I want to do is give more. But the truth is, that's where the, the river analogy comes in, right? Being able to have that overflow to give to someone else. Because it's great that you know it and you've done the work and you've grown. That's amazing. But how many more people can we help do that, right? It doesn't matter your industry. It doesn't matter what your profession is, what kind of business you run. None of that matters. The truth is, you can help impact so many different people because you've done the work. and so you have to also realize that this comes with other important things you need to give some thought to, right? Who mentors you? If you don't have any mentors in your life, I want to challenge you to think about 
who mentors you in the space of just wisdom, right? Maybe that's wisdom in your relationship. Maybe that's wisdom in your business. Uh, maybe that's wisdom in parenting. Who is that mentor for you? Who is a mentor that makes you want to step up and be a better person, right? Who is a mentor in your life that challenge you to, challenges you to think different? Who's a mentor in your life that gives you like that pump up for you to chase your dreams? Who is the mentor in your life um, that cares enough to check you when you're not A1 per se, right? Who's the mentor in your life that brings fun and laughter? So number one, if you don't have a mentor right now, I want to challenge you to go find some. They can be in books. They can be at your church. They can be in your business, but find you some. And this is a good way for you to start asking yourself like, dang, do I really have mentorship in my life? And maybe I can increase that a little bit more. Here's a hack too. If you guys have access to I Am Mastery Academy, you can literally get mentors in every single facet of the things that I mentioned for $99 a month and literally have someone that can push you to chase your dreams, have someone that can mentor you in leadership, have someone that can talk to you about your confidence, have someone that can coach you in fitness. Like I can go on, right? And so you have to ask yourself these questions because you have one life, right? I have one life and we really need to make it count. So now we talk about, okay, I want to be a better contributor, but what kind of choices, like, what does this look like on a day-to-day? So I want to give you a couple of suggestions. I'm not telling you this is what you have to do, but suggestions that I can tell you change the game, not just for me, but for a lot of other people. And as you hear other successful people speak, as you tune into their podcasts or their YouTube episodes or whatever, you will hear a common theme in a lot of these. And so I want to share these five things with you that are really going to be able to help you cultivate that attitude of contributing and not just always wanting to take like, oh, fuel me so that I can go be successful. Fuel me so I can go do X, Y, and Z. When really the attitude should be, yes, let me grow myself and fill myself up so that I can overflow, right? So that I can be like that river that's giving all this goodness to other people. Because the truth is, yeah, you know it, it's amazing, but if it just stays up here, what use is it outside of you? It starts with you, don't get me wrong. You have to absolutely grow but it doesn't end with you. Think about a baseball coach. What if a baseball coach knew all that strategy about stealing bases and and throwing a 90 mile per hour curveball, but he never taught his team or he never coached his team on on the baseball diamond to utilize the strategies that he knows. I mean, it was great because it started with him, but if he's not giving it to the team, what good use are they? I can imagine the New York Yankees winning that many championships without some kind of overflow, right? So think about that. The same thing applies to you. So a parenting example, right? If you're growing and you're learning new ways to parent your children that have been successful, when you hear another mom struggling, you can offer your support and say, I don't, I'm not sure. And maybe this is not of any use to you, but are you open to something that's been working for me and my kids? Boom, impact. That didn't cost you anything but your growth. And so number one, be grateful. You guys, this sounds so cliche. Oh, just be grateful. Your whole life will change. But no, your whole life will change. Because what people don't realize is that 
People who are not grateful are also not givers. Can I want you to, to take a moment and while I take a sip of water, but take a moment and think about someone in your life who you know is not very giving. Just think about someone in your life who, who comes to your mind that you're like, yeah, they're stingy with everything, right? Think about that person for a second because I want to draw a parallel. All right, so let me know in the comments or on the stream um, if you were able to think of at least one person that you know in your life. It doesn't mean like you directly do life with them day to day, but um, let me know if that person came to mind for you. I, I, I definitely have one person that came to my mind. And one thing that I can say is that that person that might have come to your mind that you know is not really giving at all, Maybe they're kind of stingy with everything, right? I can almost guarantee that they're also not practicing intentional gratitude every day. They're taking the day-to-day for granted, which is easy for us to do, by the way. But it is evident when you're around people who practice being grateful. Can we agree? I've been around people that I'm like, good gosh, you can't see the good in anything. And I'm not mad at you because I know where it comes from. But then I've also been on the flip side where I'm around people that I'm like, dude, this person is just grateful that there was free water here. Like what? Right? So the, the thing about gratitude is this. People who don't practice being grateful, whether it would be you or someone else, your day consists of you looking for other people to help you. Your day consists of other people to give to you. Your day consists of other people serving you. And when you wake up and you have that expectation, can I tell you, you're going to be disappointed. And I know from experience, you guys, and I had to really check myself like, Francis, you are in expectation that, you know, people are supposed to help you, give to you and serve you. And that's a taker's mentality. And yes, I'm not saying that you should not have servitude and reciprocation in your life. No, but I'm talking about the way you operate on a day-to-day. So what ends up happening is that that person's selfishness, right? That, that self idea keeps them from sowing. And when you're not grateful, you wonder why you don't reap any harvest. So think about it. When you wake up as that person who's not practicing gratitude at all, you're expecting, oh, I need help on my job. I need help in my business. I need help with my mindset. I need help with this. I need help with that. My husband needs to serve me. My wife needs to serve me. You're not intentionally focusing on your growth. You're not, can you hear how in those couple of things, I need someone to help me. I need someone to serve me. I need someone to give me something, right? Can you hear how in those little statements, there is no intentionality behind you growing and you planting seeds? And so we got to shift this mindset of wanting all of this stuff. And I don't mean like just in the physical, but every person needs to realize that you're, whatever you plant is what you're going to get. 
So if you plant an apple seed, you're going to get some apples if you, if you water the seeds, right? And so I want to share with you a quote that says this, there is no success without sacrifice. If we succeed without sacrifice, then it is because someone went who went before us made the sacrifice. If you sacrifice and don't see success, then someone who follows you will reap success from your sacrifice. So what does that mean? Maybe right now you're going through a hard season where you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm doing all the right things. I'm planting all the right seeds and I just, there's no harvest. Can I tell you that it's all right? Because someone that's gonna come after you whether that's in, in lineage of your family, in, your, in the business, the type of industry that you're in, in the career that you're in, and they're going to be able to reap the benefit of the work that you did. The same thing kind of applies in wealth building, right? We got to be grateful and practice gratitude for the things we're learning, for the seeds that we're sowing into investments that we're not going to see the benefit right now. But know that someone who follows you will get to reap the benefit. And so gratitude, 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 gratitude. And so if you focus daily on just pouring more and passing on things that, uh, that allow yourself and other people to run even further than the, where they're at, you're going to receive by default. Like there's no way. And so practice being grateful. I mean, for the things that we take for granted, the fact that you can hit the switch and the lights turn on, the fact that you can go to Costco and buy three cases of water, like it's nothing. Number two, put people first. You guys, this one is, is hard because people are difficult. Let's be real. People are not the easiest to work with. But people are ultimately what matters. Think about this, right? Even a company like Amazon, where people are like, ah, Amazon makes so much money and they don't even pay their workers fair or whatever. The truth is that their whole business model couldn't operate without people because people have to buy their stuff and people have to move a lot of their stuff. So people at the end of the day are what matter. People also are the ones that carry on. And this is why it's so important for us to leave as much impact, gratitude, goodness into the people in our lives, right? Whether it's our spouse, because who knows, we might go before them. Our kids, people in our community, people in your business, even if they decide to leave. Yes. Because what you give to people helps build them up. Some people may never, ever give you credit that you help build them up. But can I tell you something in all raw honesty is that that's a part of the game. A part of the game is you taking credit for very little and taking on whatever bad they said you caused. That's part of the game. You take on all the brunt from the problems and the issues and you find solutions and at the end of the day, you'll get credit for very little, but it's okay. You want to know why? Because if you know you're that person that continues to put people first, it's a cycle for you. Nothing. It doesn't matter what anyone says you didn't do for them. If you put people first, you'll be fine. 
And George Washington Carver said, how far you go in life depends on your being tender with the young, compassionate with the aged, sympathetic with the striving and tolerant of the weak and strong. Because one day in life, you will have been one of uh, one or all of these. So think about it, right? That, you know, when that person is giving you a hard time um, with you bringing your business to them, I'll use our, our business for an example, right? When you're like, why don't you get it? Like, this is the place to be, period, point blank, best company on the planet. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. I got to do my research. Y'all know that one? I got to do my research. The Academy is the research, but it's fine. You have to understand to just have compassion with people and grace and just say, okay, if your situation ever changes, let me know. We'll, we'll see if it's a good fit for you then. Because here's the thing. You have to remember that all the intentionality behind your growth, all the mentorship that you have, all the personal development, all the things that you're learning, you're like way here with your conditioning. But at one point in time, you were not there. You were way over here, right? And you had to get exposed. It took time. And so just have compassion with those people. And the problem that starts to happen is that, there's this fine line of like being motivating, but trying to manipulate people. And you want to make sure that as a leader or just a leader in your church, in your business, wherever, that you don't straddle this line of like, I want to help pump you up because I know what you have in you to manipulating people, right? Find out what people really want. We have a solution that can help. Fill in the gaps. And, you know, at the end of the day, your your intention is everything. Your motives is, are everything. And people can see right through them. So if you're having trouble, I want you to step back and just ask yourself, like, how many, how many people have I like tried to intentionally serve? Will they, will they be grateful or reciprocate you serving? A lot of times, no. And that's just a part of the game because you can't allow how people receive you to prevent you from continuing to be who you are. By nature, for a lot of you guys who know me, I think I, I, I try my best to really be a serving person. I will help anyone who I can possibly help that is in need, right? Whether it's, I have a question about e-commerce. I, I don't understand colors. You know, I need help with onboarding, whatever that is. And truth is, a lot of people will never say that I help them, but I don't care because at the end of the day, even though you say that I didn't provide help or I didn't, you know, do this thing that you were in expectation of me doing at the end of the day, I know that for the most part, I always operate trying to do what is best for people. And at the end of the day, if you're looking for praise, you're in the wrong place, right? Not just in business, but with people. Because the truth is a lot, a lot of people are not gonna give you praise or give you credit for what you do and that's okay. But you cannot let that alter who you are because who you are is needed for so many other people. And so keep that in mind, keep people first. And when you add value to people because you value them, it changes the game, not because you expect anything in return.
And so keep that in mind. Number three is don't let stuff own you. We talked about this before, but people become a slave to this idea of like, I just want to, I just want to acquire things, right? I just, I want that fancy bag. I want this. I want that. I want that. I want that. And the truth is there's always going to be more stuff, right? So you have to establish first and foremost, where your value lies, establish that early on. And in this culture that we have in this world, owning things is an obsession for people. And we feel like if we own stuff that it's going to give us like more pleasure, or I'm going to be so happy once I have this, 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 this. And the truth is that's not true. If it were, then why so many people have so many things and are still not content? And no one should ever become a slave to stuff. Because at the end of the day, life is, we have an expiration. I personally say you're going to return to your creator. And those things, right? Like physical material things, whose are they going to be for? So make sure that you establish where value really is at for you. And the question is that you need to ask yourself is, do you own your stuff or does your stuff own you? And contributors, right? Since we're talking about contributing, contributors take the stuff that they own and they use the stuff that they own as an asset to the world to make it a better place to live in. And they do this no matter how much or how little that they have. And so establish where your values are and if you're being a contributor when it comes to things. Number four, don't let people own you. You guys, sometimes you will have people that want to do things for you and with you to have some kind of strings attached. You have to check your integrity and know when to say no. Like, I'm going to keep this one as simple as that. Sometimes people will, you know, give you a helping hand or, you know, do a favor for you. And then they have these strings attached or expectations attached. And this is where you have to check your values, your integrity, and be okay with saying no to people. Number five is define success as sowing and not reaping. There's a quote that says, after sowing, there is a period of time when it looks like nothing is happening. All the growth is below the surface. So people, a lot of times we don't recognize, we don't recognize that, you know, all the seeds we are sowing, that we need to be more in love with that, right? And, and define our success as how much we give and how much we contribute and how many seeds we sow. Because the truth is, if we only do it based on the reaping, we get impatient, we give up. So then there is no harvest to reap. <laughs> and so you need to consider success, all the seeds that you're sowing and not the ones that you're reaping. Because think about it, even like when we think about investing, you're sowing a lot of those seeds for generations to come, not for you know a trip you wanna take in two months. And so be very, very mindful of that. Be very, very mindful of that. 
and keep focusing on that development of yourself and not just fulfillment. Because fulfillment says, um, feeling good is the product that I'm looking for, right? Versus your development says feeling good is a byproduct of the daily seeds that I'm sowing, right? My journaling, my exercise, my, um, you know, mindset work. Feeling good will be a byproduct of that, but the seeds that I'm sowing are those things. And so you guys just, if I can encourage you of anything is keep growing, which means you're going to keep, but you also have to be extremely intentional about it extremely intentional. So if you needed to ask yourself, okay, Francis, what are a couple of questions that I can ask myself to really, number one, determine if I'm a contributor. Number two, determine if I need to up my game. Number one is what is your underlying desire in life? Is it self-fulfillment or self-development? That's going to tell you a lot. And remember, self-fulfillment is feeling good needs to be um, a product of this versus self-development is feeling good is just a byproduct of the daily seeds that I'm sowing, right? Trying to feel fulfilled is never ending and it's restless because you will never be completely satisfied with your progress. And a lot of us do that. Number two that you can ask yourself is, do does, does another person own me at all, right? Like make a list of key people in your life and think about each relationship and determine if you're mostly the giver or mostly the taker. If you're primarily the taker, then you need to make adjustments so that that person doesn't have that much power over you, right? And so ask yourself these questions, you guys, and I will leave you with that. I want you to go out there today and be a, a bigger contributor than you've, than you've been in a long time. I want you to go out there today and say, you know what? I'm going to sow a bunch of these seeds and I'm going to feel good about that. And I'm not going to worry about the harvest. My goal is to plant seeds today. So thank you guys for being here. I hope that this inspired you to be more of a contributor than it ever will inspire you to be a taker. Yes, things can be reciprocal and you know, um, relationships can be mutually beneficial, right? They should bring value to your life. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you need to become the person of value. You need to become the person contributing and everything else will just grow, grow, grow. Mindset, Money and More is going to be a weekly podcast where I'll be sharing tips, strategies, interviewing amazing guests from all around the world that are amazing at what they do, and also be sending you out tips personally to help you along your journey. Because after all, any area that you want to experience increase in is going to require you working on your mindset. My hope is to really bring my passion and my expertise, especially when it comes to financial services and helping others develop so that I can really empower, educate, and help lead others into their next level of increase. Follow me on social media at Mindset Money and More or at www.mindsetmoneymore.com and feel free to subscribe, rate, and comment on all podcast apps.